Hello there, I'm Marilyn and this is another special edition of my podcast because all month, in fact for 50 days, I'm showing off women. It's called The Show Off Project, everyday women of all sorts. We're chatting about the power, the beauty and struggle of being women. I'm showcasing my guests and allowing them to showcase those who have influenced them. Most importantly, to help me on my, yeah, and I have an agenda to help me on my personal mission to reimagine for women what women leading their worlds look like. And today I'm very proud to introduce to you and to show off Corolla. Let her introduce what she does. It's very unusual. So let's get on with the show. Welcome to, well, a cut, it's not really lead your day at the moment, it's the show off show, the show off project, but welcome Corolla. Hi Marilyn, and thank you so much for having me here. It's, it has been such a pleasure to listening to all the interviews before already, so I have so much enjoyed that and I'm so pleased. Oh, I'm so glad. We have had such great feedback and I have loved how vast vastly different they are and hearing the different opinions and different outlooks from just everyday women every one of them I know personally and uh, and that's been the thread between it all and the fact that it's International Women's Day so I'm so glad that you're here and uh, before I introduce you or let you introduce you, I'll just say Corolla has been a part of a mastermind where I'm a coach um, and I have always always clicked with Corolla but I'm fascinated by what she does as well so I'm really excited to show you off Corolla so we know your name, but where is your lovely accent from? Where are you in the world right now? And what's your cultural her cultural heritage? Uh, so my name is Carola Epple. I'm a virtual reality entrepreneur from southern Germany. And um, what I'm doing with these VR headsets is uh, that I really support people to cope with their fears, to go through fears more easily and to overcome also their mm. stress and their daily hustle and really support them becoming the person that they are supposed to be in this world. So it may sound a bit mm. counterintuitive, um, that you need a piece of tech to like tap into your resources, but it works quite well with uh, virtual reality. <laughs> oh, it does. And it's, it sounds like something I'm watching on Netflix or, you know, it, it sounds like, you know, one of these science fiction shows where you can yeah. completely get into that emotion. And yeah. um, you must have found during the last few years the need for this kind of tool, this kind of product, this kind of service, so much more accelerated. You know, I've heard someone recently say to someone who's in the in that sort of trauma, um, stress, it, it, it's so big right now. How have you found it in terms of your your industry? Um, so it it was a bit of a way to to discover the whole potential of it. So um, I have started out with um, providing virtual reality content for psychotherapy. So it, it was quite a niche. Mm. Um, and 
Mm. We, we have um, conceptualized virtual environments help people to overcome specific anxieties and phobias, such as fear of driving, fear of flying, fear of snakes and spiders and, and heights and so on. And it is just for, for psychotherapists, it is so much easier to bring the world into your practice and to practice in a safe environment with their patients. Mm -hmm. So that was how I was getting started. Um, but during the pandemic and everything that's going on in the world right now, um, I have discovered that the therapists themselves, they are really, they have a lot of stress themselves. So they have wait lists, they have a lot to do with their patients, and they find it hard to unwind themselves and to, to get their resources back um, in order to support patients. So um, what I have discovered, what, what they did, um, so my psychotherapists, they started to use the virtual reality headset for themselves in the evening. <laughs> so like having a yeah. virtual holiday, yes. go to the beach or something. Absolutely. So mm. we already had provided relaxing environments um, for a while already because people who have who suffer from anxieties, they also need to learn how to relax. And in virtual mm. reality, that that works quite well because with a click of a button, you are at that beach. You are uh, mm. at that Australian beach or you, you dive. Uh, With, without the spiders. Without the spiders, <laughs> obviously. Yes. Yeah, you can just, um, you just imagine what is it that, that feels good to you? Yeah. Is it the sea? Is it light? Is it a sunset? Is it um, animals, watching animals? Um, is it uh, a walk in a forest? And, and you just you just yeah tap into it and that's what the therapists mm. started to do uh, in the evening just to to be for themselves to to feel not feel responsible for anything to feel all by themselves mm. because um, mm. I'm convinced that when you when you really want to to get your power back you have to let go of like any responsibility for the moment so yeah mm. to reconnect mm. with yourself and in yeah, I'm no expert, but I've talked to enough uh, people on this podcast, but also friends who are in that therapy space, and especially with I've done a lot of work with trauma trauma therapy, is that your brain, your body doesn't know um, any difference whether you're there or not. So your brain and your body. So it's kind of like if you can experience that emotion of being in that place, it's not as good, but it's the equal of actually being there, isn't it? It is. Our brain, and I know that from my research as a media scientist, our brain doesn't differentiate between reality and simulation. It just mm. feels as, as if it was there. Um, so vir virtual feels real. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's it. So, Karoli, you you're a scientist. You come from a scientific background. Yeah which is traditionally male, yeah, right. how have you found or have you found any or have you been prejudiced or held back in that field because you're a woman? So I have been surrounded by a lot of men during my career. Um, I have worked in the media industry, in the automotive industry and in um, innovation management and obviously with, with the virtual reality tech that's also mm. quite male dominant and what I have found is that men 
more focus on on the technology itself and um i always had the i always saw technology as an enabler but i was the only one <laughs> so they were talking about performance and making it more complex and better and i was like well we have to see how it helps people and how people can use it in their daily lives it's not about the technology itself but what can it enable people to do and how can it establish human connection in the end and i i really found myself like shouting into the forest and no one was listening um but that that mm. was a male thing i i felt do you feel that you that was held against you at any time in your career mm. not the virtual thing yeah. but the being warm, so warm. i have i have worked in the corporate in, environment for for a long time and um yes i felt that has that has hold me back that held me back so um um i feel that um this very competitive environment and being better and uh thriving for more performance that that has always been a focus there and um as as women we tend more to to collaborate to um yeah to 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 network and to to build on each other and that that was really what what i didn't find in that corporate environment it took me a long time but i finally decided to leave this last year <laughs> and i feel so much so much more freedom as a, as an entrepreneur i i left this well paid corporate job and i could certainly for the moment earn much more money um but it was just not it was it was just not my environment i i actually felt it in my body every morning so i felt like i felt mm. it in in my stomach um and i always thought some something with my stomach wasn't right but it was like the, the wow. discomfort mm. of mm. of getting in or of working in this environment that's amazing. So many of us women, in fact, human race, we are not in touch with our bodies, are we? And they, they could tell us so much. Corolla, all this month, uh, as you know, we are doing a special thing called Show Off, Show Off Month. A bit tongue in cheek, uh, but I do know women struggle with uh, showing off. What? Who would you like to? Who would you like to show off about? Who has been? your perhaps an inspiration to you a mentor to you who's who has helped you along the way that you would like to go yeah I want to acknowledge them and show off yeah. about them right now there are actually two women I have in mind for that um there have not been many I must say and um for me mm. it took a long time to really pivot from an intrapreneur in a corporate environment to an entrepreneur myself and I think that was also because of a lack of role models I didn't see any mm. women like like me who who succeeded um as an entrepreneur with their own business um, the first one um, is um, Judith Peters. Um, she uh, she has her her blogging empire, I would say. So she teaches people how how to blog and how to be visible and find their voice with blogging. And um, I have followed her way from the very beginning. Um, so she she really shared and was open about 
um, how she also struggled to find her way. Mm -hmm. And she has become incredibly successful. She's a mother of, of three. And we have actually gone uh, to school together. So I, I know her for a long time already. <laughs> yeah, we have done gymnastics together. And that's why she was like close to me. I could relate a lot. And um, I, I really saw that if, if she can do it, then I will also find my way. And that hugely inspired me to, yeah, to, to finally mm -hmm. also leave my corporate job. And um, yeah, the second one, more of a mentor is, is actually you, uh, because you <laughs> have, you are someone who really, you ask the best questions. <laughs> so I always have two <laughs> questions in mind um, that you have asked me um, and that, that have really make, made a difference for me. So in, I have once asked you, um, like, how, how could I like, go out more with my, with my business and how can I succeed and so on? And then you asked me, is that what you truly want? <laughs> and um, That sounds like something I would say. <laughs> and um, in my head, I, I, I automatically said yes because I had invested so, so much already in, in that business, but I made a note in my head. Well, I will have to think about it because I have, I have mm. the feeling she, she hit some nail on the head here and there is something off. Yes. And that was true actually. So um, after pivoting from the purely psychotherapist niche to a broader audience, I feel so much more like freedom and and um, and also possibility and responsibility to to help people. Yeah, mm. I love that you brought up. I mean, I love it, and it also it makes me sad that you said it is sometimes hard. You found it hard to pinpoint women role models, women. Uh, that inspire you and you know one of the themes is I was actually just talking interviewing Sigrun who is our yeah. connect here and she's been a, you know a coach for both of us and she was saying that growing up a lot of what got into her head was because someone before her showed that it was possible like oh I could do that and that is missing a lot yeah. can I have your thoughts on that what are we missing from I was going to say women leadership, but I think it's more women leaders in perhaps the entrepreneurial business, solopreneur, you know, self-employed space. What what specifically do you think is missing? I think it's mainly encouragement, encouraging women that more is mm. possible, that uh, you have the skills mm. to do more, that it is uh, that you are also allowed to to thrive for more. Um, yeah, that, that would have been it for, for me. So um, there were a few people who said, well, think about what, what more is possible. What can you achieve in this world? And also, mm. what is your responsibility? What can you, like, how can you move the needle in, in this world? How, how can you really make it a better one? Mm, that's so true. And, like, hearing you just gives me goosebumps because I'm like, yeah. I'll do that. You know, I want to, I want to encourage, encourage, encourage and inspire and plant the seeds. And, and, you know, leadership is something that's often 
well, when it's not just confined to men, but it can be also often just related to, say, politics or especially corporate, but we don't talk about it enough in the entrepreneurial business owner's place, do we? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. And I remember you, you had a, a story that you shared. Um, it was about the river and the canoe. Do you remember? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. yes. I always have that in my mind. So you said... Um, um, we are like like someone who who has a canoe and who is in the river and there are people who who don't know anything they don't know what a river is what a canoe is and being an entrepreneur is figuring out how you cannot only go with the flow of this river but really um um but really how did you say um, How, how, how can you shape like this this river? The course of the yeah, river, yeah. yes. It's so true. It's so true. And, uh, yeah, so many people just get in it and the, or they don't even get in the canoe for a start. Yeah. Um, but when they get in it, they're bashed everywhere or they try and go upstream, yeah. which is, you know, but to go to flow but then also to create the river as you go is, yeah, something else. And we need that. We need that. We need – Women making money, we need the nurturing and the, as you said, the collaboration of that women naturally bring. Yeah. Uh, we need women being women. We need women operating, you know, as who they are. And I've had this discussion a lot today. <laughs> We've done a lot of these recordings today and it was just like, oh, forget the men and women. Can we just be better humans? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we need. We need awakened, compassionate, loving humans yeah. who who care. Oh, that's great. That's great. So what growing up, Corolla, let's uh dive into that. What were the expectations of you as a woman growing up? Um sadly I did not have many expectations. So that was exactly like the part that was missing. Um this encouragement to, to dream, to shape goals, to, to thrive for something. I was more the person that was probably in a canoe, but like went down the river nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's what I have just find in the recent years and um, be becoming an entrepreneur and also becoming a mother has, has, has helped me to, mm to gain more responsibility about my life um, because now now having kids I also I want to spend time with them I want to offer them a good life and um, I, I find that is my and our responsibility to to just take it into our hands and shape the future mm. as we want to have it mm. do you have daughters yes two how, how are you bringing them up differently to perhaps you have been brought up in in terms of yeah dreaming and being a woman what I encourage them to do so the older one is seven years so you can already discuss a bit with her and what I focus on is um I want to to experience her what what makes her happy what 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 is it that that she dreams of um so recently she said um Mama, I would like to become an entrepreneur like you. And I was so proud. <laughs> and she said, I, I want to build a machine that makes my, my uh, school homework. Oh. Oh. That would solve a lot of problems. Why, Why not? And I was very proud. And, and I was like, yes, um, of course, that's probably she will build that machine. And she already had a name for her company. And um, 
I really want to encourage my daughters and, and other young women to, to think about what, what is it that they, that they dream of? What, what, what is the difference that they can make in the world? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that was something that, was, that, that I was certainly missing. Yeah. Mm. And yet here you are with a business that is incredibly unique and unusual, especially for women. How did you get into VR? Because it's not something that I would imagine no. a woman necessarily, which is horribly stereotyped, I know. Yeah. But, yeah, tell us that story. Um, I did, between my two parental leaves, um, I did an, um, an MBA. So it was an, an executive MBA. I, I was still working part-time in the corporate environment, but I also did this MBA. Um, we were just three women in the class, so it was also very, very male. And um, there I got in touch with virtual reality and um, someone showed a product, a demo product, I, I guess it was. And we had a lot of exciting entrepreneurs there. It was an, it was an MBA about innovation and business creation. So um, that's what, what, how I got in touch with it. And I um, decided to do my thesis about virtual reality and about the emotional activation, the emotional power of this of this technology and um, I had very exciting for me it was very exciting um, empiric research about it um, and and really the insights that um, how much virtual reality can emotionally activate people and I really was like okay I would like to do something with it it's something that can really move people in a good way and I would like to do something with it and um then my sister came into place. She's a psychotherapist and uh, she had like this idea of, okay, I have a lot of anxiety patients and I could like support them much better mm. with a VR headset um, than um, I, I do now with going outside and uh, yeah, spend a lot of time outside so I could treat them more specifically. So that, that's in a nutshell how, how virtual reality found me. <laughs> It's almost like a very futuristic sort of form of uh, meditation, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, however, um, I always say it's not mainly about the technology. Tech is just an an enabler. Yeah. Um, so I want I, I want to demystify it a bit. So it's <laughs> it's so these these new VR glasses they are they are plug and play basically. So you need just this this piece um, it's like a tablet mm. it needs to be charged it needs to um, have a battery inside and it, it needs wi-fi connection and then you can just press power and go so um, it sounds like science fiction but it's it's actually not anymore it's something that we can use as we use e-readers mm. as we use uh, our smartphones it's something we can use to um, to enhance to enhance our emotion and to ultimately, um, yeah, uh, increase the quality of our lives and our breaks. Mm. And to raise the emotional frequency on the planet. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got to ask, I really want one. Um, <laughs> if, if, do I have to be a therapist to get one? No, no, you don't have to. Um, so with, um, with virtual reality, does not make therapy. So if uh, if you want to treat a, 
a phobia mm. or something, you would need a therapist. But if it's about like taking a five minute holiday, then you can just do that. You don't have to to learn something. It's it's basically an app. You you enter the app, you choose a video, and then mm. you're ready to go. So it's not it's it's not something you need a course about. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. I adore it. Carol, it's been so great chatting with you. Is there anything else that you would like to uh, to leave with the listeners and the viewers uh, about this whole topic or anything that's on your heart that you'd like to share for women? Um, so what I really, what, what is really close to my heart is um, I, I want people to really dig into yeah, dig in, dig into their, their. Um, how would you say, uh, dig into what, what 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 they are capable of doing. N- not letting the the whole world around us distract you. The whole stress that you have in your life and anxieties that you that you may have. It's easy to get distracted and to yeah to to take that seriously. But there is something that every one of us can can achieve and can how, how every one of us can make a difference in this in this world especially women don't let yourself uh, held back by by anything but uh, yeah fi- try to find this these resources and the, and the power to really move the needle mm, beautiful and at the end of your life i want to show you off i want to show you off now while i'm doing that imagine it's the end of your life and i I'm going to show off about you. What would be the greatest honor? What would you want me to say? So what I would like to, would love to be remembered for would be um, that I have supported people, mainly women, to really live the life that they have dreamed of and that they have, that they have, are supposed to, to live and to, yeah, to make that difference in the world they are capable of. Not just virtually, but in reality. In Oh, Carola, thank you so much for your time and for uh, sharing your your wisdom and your learnings. And I know, you know, I love speaking to people from another because it's not your your first language. So you've done so well. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Marilyn. You're very welcome. <laughs>